Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Questions to Ask Yourself When Discouraged. Here's a definition of discouragement. Discouragement is a loss of confidence or enthusiasm resulting from doubting a certain desired outcome will happen. It's a loss of confidence or enthusiasm resulting from doubting a certain desired outcome will happen. I'm working for something. I'm believing for something. And it's not happening. It's not happening the way I thought it was going to happen. It's harder than I thought it was. Now, discouragement is one of the giants we all face. In the Old Testament, there were literal giants in the promised land to be defeated. In the New Covenant, the giants that need to be defeated are mindsets, fear, worry, unworthiness, disappointment, victim mindset, pessimism, and discouragement is one of them. We all face it. Now, here are some questions you can ask yourself when you are battling discouragement. Am I taking care of myself is question number one. Am I taking care of myself? Elijah was more than discouraged in 1 Kings 19. He was suicidal. And part of his remedy was to eat, drink water, and to rest. Often our discouragement will leave when we reprioritize the well-being of our physical body. Second question to ask is, am I highly visionary? If we're battling discouragement, we can ask ourselves, am I highly visionary? A visionary is a person with original ideas of what the future will or could be like. The visionary often sees what shall be, but still only experiences what currently is. As visionaries celebrate progress and despise not the day of small beginnings, they will be less alone, less prone (laughs) to be discouraged. Number three, what am I thinking about when I go to sleep? What am I thinking about when I go to sleep? If we have the habit of going to sleep worried, disappointed, or angry, then we will most likely wake up discouraged. But if we go to sleep with thankfulness, remembering good things from the day, and receiving more of God's love, we will increase the likelihood of of waking up joyfully. This is really such a key, and it's a little thing that can make a big difference. And maybe... You need to put a reminder on the mirror when you brush your teeth at night. Not only do you brush your teeth, but you become thankful. You take a few moments to meditate on the good things. And that is going to be a good antidote to worry. Number four, what person of faith, compassion, and wisdom can I talk to, pray with, and receive help from? What person of faith, compassion, and wisdom 
can you talk to, pray with, and receive help from? You know, as we humble ourselves and share our emotional struggles with another person, grace will start to flow to us. 1 Peter 5, verses 5 and 6 talk about that. And as we hear the wisdom and perspective of a trusted friend or counselor, we are setting ourselves up for greater victory. Question five, what ministries and messages do I need pouring into me right now? If we are having more output than input, we will eventually be weakened and discouraged. One of the main inputs we are to have is faith and hope messages through books and podcasts, etc. And I believe this. You who consistently listen to podcasts from Igniting Hope Ministries or are part of our online courses or read our devotional books and other books. You know, some, some people have our books, our devotionals especially, just laying around the house. And you can just pick up any page and it's going to be a hope and faith and joy injection which is going to help prevent discouragement. Number six, have you experienced hope deferred? Proverbs 13, 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Hope deferred means a promise or dream we expected to happen has not happened. When this happens to us, Let's express our pain to the Lord, receive ministry from people of faith and compassion, re-engage with God's manifest presence, and reaffirm or clarify what is God is saying to us now. We, we all face some level of hope deferred, but as we express pain to the Lord, if that's what we need to do, just as the psalmist did, find your voice in the psalms. Find people of faith to partner with, to pray with, and then hear the fresh word. What is God saying now? We live by what we believe God is saying now in promise, identity, and direction. Number seven, what are the lies fueling this discouragement? What are the lies that are fueling this discouragement? Most discouragement, most depression, most spirits of heaviness that we feel result from lies, and they're not physiological or they're not circumstantial. They result from beliefs. Truth makes us free. Lies restrict us emotionally and in our circumstances. So the question to ask is, what lies am I believing that's fueling this discouragement? Number nine, what advice would you give someone well, what advice would I give someone who is battling discouragement? That's a great question. And it's not only just for discouragement, but any challenge that we have, anytime we're, we're struggling to know what to do, to ask ourselves, what would I tell someone who is experiencing what I'm experiencing? They came to me for advice. <laughs> Frequently, I know I've done a lot of counseling, a lot of speaking in the lives, and and they actually will have a similar issue that I'm having. 
and I'll be talking to them, and the Holy Spirit will say, hmm, I think that's a good word for you too, Steve. Why don't you listen to your own advice? Number nine, do you know what God is doing in your life regarding what you are discouraged about? What is God doing in your life? What's happening in us is more important than what's happening through us. What's being developed? Is it perseverance? Is it hearing new strategies? Is it thriving while we're waiting for the promise to manifest? Is it all of the above or something else? What is God, when we can identify, this is what's happening in me, what's being developed in me, because our influence comes from allowing God to develop in us the character and the beliefs that will make a difference. Number 10, do you know everyone battles some level of discouragement? Do I know everyone battles some level of discouragement? Years ago, I sensed the Lord say to me, Steve, you and everyone else will always have something to be discouraged about. <laughs> we, we all will. It says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has come upon you except which is common to man. Now, I don't know about you. It just helps me know I'm not the only one. Number 11, how can I increase my connection with Jesus? You know, if we're unplugged from the Lord, that's going to be a, not a very helpful thing to stay encouraged. Because when I'm unplugged from the Lord, life gets shallow. And the depth of intimacy of the great fulfillment of God. I mean, that's the greatest fulfillment of all of life to sense I'm connected to Jesus. And that's a great overcoming of discouragement to say the least. And then lastly, number 12, who can I encourage today? These are questions to ask. When we're battling discouragement, who, this is the last one, who can I encourage today? Give and it'll be given to you, Luke 6, 38. When we give encouragement away to others, encouragement will then be given to us. It is hard to stay discouraged when we are encouraging others. So I'm just going to read these through quickly. And just which one stands out to you? Am I taking care of myself? Am I, a, am I highly visionary? What am I thinking about when I go to sleep? What person of faith, compassion, and wisdom can I talk to, pray with, and receive from? What ministries and messages do I need pouring into my life right now? Have I experienced hope deferred? What lies are fueling this discouragement? What advice would I give someone who is battling discouragement? Do I know what God is doing in me regarding what I'm discouraged about? Do I know every person battles some level of discouragement? How can I increase my connection with Jesus? And who can I encourage today? Wow. Hey, here's some closing verses. Hebrews 12, 3. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. 
That's Hebrews 12.3. Galatians 6.9. Let us not grow weary or be de- become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time we will reap if we do not give up. And then Psalm 120, verse 1. In my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I bless you. If you're battling discouragement right now, I bless you with breakthrough and even these questions. And I know that, that God is, is pulling you out. And we're committed to helping you here at Igniting Hope Ministries. If you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about them? And just remember, too, We're starting our Transformational Mind Renewal course on September 13th, a five-month online course. takes three, four hours a week. We estimate it is powerful, the five steps of radical mind renewal. If you're looking for something to just jolt your life into a positive place and to have you feed on things of truth and breakthrough and joy and hope and victorious mindsets and how to increase our influence, then this is a great course. Ignitinghopeacademy.com. Ignitinghopeacademy.com, the transformational mind renewal course. You can find out about that. Hey, Steve Backlund here, Igniting Hope Ministries. Our assignment is to ignite hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. Hope is an unstoppable force. Without a vision, the people perish. The Bible says, and hope and vision are tied. We begin to perish when we lose hope for the future. And our basic teaching at Igniting Hope Ministries is that our hope level is the indicator of whether we're believing lies or truth. And I just say thank you, Lord, for this one who's listening just with a breakthrough of revelation truth that's going to set them free. And hope is going to be one of the evidences of that freedom. And hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power to help make it so. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is Your strength. It's our strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. (laughs) No, I I need strength today. And whether we have personal things, whether we're discouraged, fighting disappointment, some of the things that we've talked about even in today's podcast, or we're just getting concerned about what's happening in our nation, relationship things, personal weaknesses, ministry issues, business issues, health issues, whatever it is, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we stir it up right now. We stir it up through thanksgiving. We stir it up through magnifying the Lord and not the problem. We stir it up through celebrating our past victories and what God has done, and we stir it up through just rejoicing in the goodness of God and a good Father and in the promises of God. If you ever want to sow a financial seed into igniting hope, 
you can go to ignitinghope.com, our website, and do that. And if you're not able to do that, that's fine as well. We, we just ask you to pray. Just even a five-second prayer for Igniting Hope Ministries is going to make a huge difference. Hey, I look forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.